What is going on, everybody? We have week six already, and I can't believe it. I can't believe we're already here. Feels like you wait forever for the season to come, and then it just goes by so quickly. Week five had so many injuries, so I felt like it was really important. We talked about injuries. Um, you know, Chase won last week, and one of the things that really helped him was staying on top of the injury reports, getting the right guys in your lineup, because sometimes the guy that makes the difference is – the guy you didn't even know was going to play and somebody else plays the guy that didn't play. You play the guy that plays and understanding, you know, what practice reports to look for and how to do that is extremely important. So if you guys are on Twitter, make sure you follow NFT draft. Make sure you follow myself at dynasty dorks. Make sure you follow too many TDs chase. Make sure you follow LQ at real deal fantasy and make sure you follow Maddie daddy. Um, we are always trying to keep you guys up to date. We'll answer any questions, whether you want a start, sit question, trade question, whatever it is. If it's for NFT draft or other leagues, let us know. We always want to help you guys out. So let's start out with the injuries before we get into everything else. So Chandler Jones test positive for COVID. That's big. Arizona is a defense that has you know really stepped it up. Would have been a, a really good matchup against Cleveland. And Chandler Jones, a huge part of that defense, super underrated player. Darius Williams, the LA Rams corner, is placed in the AR for an ankle injury that makes their, um, you know, their defense a little bit more susceptible. But it's not Jalen Ramsey. They should be okay this week, and they get the Giants and possibly Mike Glennon. Huge news: Tua Tag Viola, the Miami QB one card. He is going back to practice. He's got 21 days where they they open up the window where if you come off the IR, you have up to 21 days to be activated. So he was returned to practice. We'll see if he's, you know, it's a designated to return label. So he's still kind of on the IR, but he has 21 days to return. It could be as early as this week. So something to monitor, but that 15 point card for Tua could be an extreme value this week. If he ends up playing and you are one of the only handful of people that put him in and he has a good week. Bad news, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is placed on the IR, but Daryl Williams will be the RB1. It's not Jarek McKinnon. Um, so he should be able to provide, you know, an RB2 base. And when I say RB2, like a top 24 um, week for you. So Daryl Williams will be the RB1. Zach Ertz will be the tight end one. Dallas Goddard has been placed on the reserve COVID list. So he most likely is not going to play this week. Um, we will know more today, but keep an eye on Dallas Goddard. Hopefully he can play this week. Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Don't put him in your lineups right now. He's dealing with a hip injury. He missed extra point. He's missed more extra points um, than anybody. <laughs> and um, he missed a couple of key, uh, you know, field goals this week. Um, Alejandro Villanueva, you know, he, he was a knee injury, um, but he was active on Monday. So, um, so that's something to look for. Um, when you're when you're looking at these injuries again, you want to go to you want to go to Twitter, and um, you want to be able to know who to follow. So Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport are good guys to follow, and just put your notifications on. But if you just follow me, I retweet all their stuff, and I already got the um, I already have the I have all their stuff. So all I do is um, retweet everything that they send out, so all of my followers can can get a can get all that. So week five just had a slew of injuries, and I wanna I wanna talk about how how those 
those injuries are going to affect, you know, affect this week. Um, big injuries to the Giants with um, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones going down. Daniel Jones has a possibility to play this week. Uh, Saquon Barkley has been diagnosed with a, a low ankle, low grade ankle sprain. He'll be out for one to two weeks. So Devontae Booker, who played 88% of the snaps, is going to be the RB1. We already talked about Clyde Edwards Lair. Um, we had uh, other injuries. Uh, Joe Burrow, he got injured. It looks like he's going to be good to go. Um, you had um, you had um, other quarterbacks get you know get hurt. Uh, Trey Lance got dinged up. Um, it, it was just it was awful. It was just there were so many injuries this week. You need to keep an eye on it. Chris Carson, Dalvin Cook didn't play. Joe Mixon was limited. There's just Najee Harris got banged up. Um, there's just a lot to keep track of. So let's go into the spreads before we talk about the um, before we talk about everything else. So as far as you know, as far as your your point spreads, when you're when you're looking at your teams again, I say this every week, you're going to want to go with the, the defenses in the low scoring games, and you want to get your offenses that are in the high scoring games and how that benefits you is you're looking at teams that are going to be low scoring. Typically they have bad offenses that aren't going to score a lot of points and typically will have, you know, a lot of turnovers. And then you're going to have your, you're, you're going to have your, um, you're, you know, when you look at your offenses that are going to be your high-scoring offenses, typically against you know bad defenses, you're going to look at stacks that you're going to want to pick. So the first game of the week is Philadelphia versus Tampa Bay. Philadelphia oh, versus Philadelphia versus Tampa Bay. You're going to have a lot of pieces in this game. This right here is 52 and a half points. So over 50 points, which that means there's gonna be a lot of fantasy football points. So you got QB one, RB one for Tampa. You got the wide receiver one, two, and three. And then Gronkowski is out. Another injury. I remember he had the punctured lung, broken ribs. He's gonna be out. And then the Eagles, we got to see what's going on with, with Dallas Goddard. But that tight end one card for Philly is looking pretty good. Um, but if Dallas Goddard plays, maybe you want to play the TE two card. Um, but right now, and you know, for the Eagles, the RB two is looking better than the RB one, and the Buccaneers are the toughest defense for uh, running backs for like in between the tackles, running backs. So Miles Sanders is a, a fade this week. Um, but you're going to want to go with Kenny, Kenneth Gainwell um, as someone to really look at. We'll talk about him later on on Sunday with my values. Um, but Devonta Smith, you can play him. The Buccaneers give up a ton of yards in the passing game. They're very they're a funnel defense, mm -hmm. and what that means is. They, they stop the run and they force you to pass the ball, which allows them to create turnovers, allows to rush the passer and focus on, you know, they just, they, they, they stop the run and force you to pass the ball. And by having so much pass volume, some teams just give up on the run and they just pass the ball. And again, more turnovers, sacks, things like that happen. And the Buccaneers um, use that approach against, you know, even Kansas city. Um, but they are still giving up 300 yards a game. And you want to, you know, you want to get Devonta Smith in your lineup. Jaguars and Dolphins, 45 and a half, kind of an even spread. Not great offenses, but 
bad defenses. So you can definitely play a lot of pieces in that one. Texans Colts, 43 points. And the Colts are 10-point favorites. So that means out of that 43 points, they're expecting the Texans to get about 13 of them. Not good. Not good at all. I, I really don't want anything to do with the uh, the Texans other than um, the wide receiver one, which is Brandon Cooks. The Colts, you can play a lot of people on there, um, especially the RB1, Jonathan Taylor, who went bananas this week. Um, you got the Bears and Packers, 45. Two decent defenses, and, um, you know, the Packers' offense is, is obviously better than the Bears, but the Bears' defense is pretty good. So it's a lower over and under than I kind of expected, um, but the Packers' offense has not been, you know, they haven't been putting up huge numbers. Speaking of huge numbers, 55-and-a-half, the biggest one so far, Kansas City Chiefs at Washington. Washington defense has not been half as good this year as it was last year. And the Chiefs' offense – coming off of a bad loss is going to try to put it on them. And they are six and a half point favorites. Um, Washington can still put up points. This should be a high scoring game, a ton of fantasy points. You're going to pretty much start everybody. Um, just the chiefs RB one is going to be a little pricey at Daryl Williams. You're probably going to pay RB one price and get RB two production. You're probably okay with that, to be honest, uh, because RB two production is still RB two production, but it's hard to pay that 20 point card to do that um, but everyone else is all systems go um, on the Chiefs side and Washington Terry McLaurin is just a, a madman you're going to want to start him I mean you probably want to start McKissick as well in this one um, should be a pretty good play Vikings and Panthers this is going to be a really close game it's a negative it's a one Panthers are one point favorites at home so 46 points the Panthers were a good team but those of you who are new to football the Panthers have not been a good team for a while they're young, they're building, but they also played the Jets, Detroit Lions, and the Houston Texans to go 3-0. and Now they're starting to play harder teams, and they're starting to not win games. Um, but you can still start their fantasy you know, fantasy players. Christian McCaffrey uh, could be back this week, and Dalvin Cook could be back this week. So either or, you're still good with those backups because of the utilization in these, these offenses. So I'm starting the RB1s for both of these teams and the QB ones comfortably. I'm also starting the wide receiver ones for both comfortably uh, tight ends. I'm probably avoiding um, neither of them use the tight end that much. Um, and the defense is probably avoiding as well. 15 and a half points, chargers and Ravens. That's going to be a really fun game. Um, both quarterbacks are coming off of monster performances. Um, just yet yeah, another one where it's a Ravens game. It's 50, 15 and a half points. Ravens offense is playing a lot better. So um, I really like this one. It's going to be a really fun game. Two really good young quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson's coming into his own. Someone to watch for this week is Rashad Bateman. He'll be the wide receiver three or two for the Ravens, and he would be a fantastic value if he were to get in there. Rashad Bateman is someone, he's a rookie from Minnesota, Had first. he's a first-round pick, Everyone was really excited about him, but then he had a groin injury that's kept him out, and he's on the PUP, but he finally uh, should be able to return either this week or next week. Bengals and Lions. I think this one hits the over, 48.5 points. The defenses are pretty bad. I think the reason it's under is because of the, um, the, the fact that both these teams run the ball quite a bit, especially the Lions, and they, they really kind of they run the clock out. 
is basically what it is. When you pass the ball a lot, incomplete, incomplete passes means the clock stops. Running the ball and complete passes keeps the ball keeps the clock going. So people can shorten the game by running the ball. That's what Tennessee does. That's what Baltimore does. And that's what the Lions do. So they shorten the game, which causes less point opportunities. And that's why you see such a low point total. But if the uh, Bengals can run the score up, the Lions will be forced to pass, and it'll you know it'll stretch the game out. Rams and Giants. Oh, this is a tough one. As a Giants fan, I'm just this weekend was tough. Um, Rams should go nuts. The Giants defense is pretty good, um, but you saw against the Cowboys, they are susceptible. Um, and when things got down, they just kind of gave up. So um, look for the Rams to put up a lot of points and put playing all their QB one, RB one, wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Playing everybody and probably play Tyler Higby, the tight end. Um, it should be a rough week. The Giants have Mike Lennon and Devontae Booker instead of Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. They might not be able to, to run the ball and just give the Rams a ton of scoring opportunities. Cardinals and Browns. Browns are, are one of the really most well-rounded teams in the league. They have a really good defense, really good offense, but Baker Mayfield's playing injured, and Jarvis Landry being out has really affected that offense. People underestimate how important he was to that offense. He really was a chain mover on third downs. You know, he was heavily targeted and he would always move the chains. Um, Cardinals being without Chandler Jones, it's going to be tough. Um, but you're still playing all the pieces in this game. QB1, RB1, both teams. Um, playing the wide receiver one for both teams. Playing the running back two, probably for both teams. Um, and you're probably avoiding the defenses, even though they're two decent defenses in this one because they're two pretty good offenses. Um, tight ends are things that I'm probably not that interested in, but if you're in a pinch, you could probably play um, the Cleveland tight end. Raiders and Broncos, 44 and a half. John Gruden is no longer the coach. We don't even know what the Raiders offense is going to look like. That might be a good thing. It might be a better offense than we've seen in the past. As a Josh Jacobs manager, I hope we see more usage for Josh Jacobs. We'll see. They're still the same offensive coordinator, and they're only expected 44.5 points out of this game. Expect a lot of running, not a ton of passing attempts, but you can still you know, play both quarterbacks, both um, tight ends, both uh, the, you know, the wide receiver one and two for Broncos. You can play, and probably the same thing for the Raiders. Um Hunter Renfro is someone that you want in your lineups and PPR formats. He's got a safe floor and he's just uh he, he's a stud. Cowboys and, and Patriots. Cowboys plus four. They're gonna blow them out. They're gonna blow them out. I, I don't expect that at all. Patriots coming off of a big comeback from behind victory against the Texans. Nah, Cowboys gonna blow them out. I'm playing all the Cowboys. I'm sitting all the Patriots. Seahawks and Steelers. I'm also going to start the Cowboys defense. Um, Seahawks and Steelers, 42 and a half. This is going to be a low-scoring game. Geno Smith versus Ben Roethlisberger. Juju Smith, shoulder injury, out for the year. Najee Harris, he's banged up with a calf injury. He might not even play. Russell Wilson, he's out for at least a month. Geno Smith is quarterback. Alex Collins might be the running back. If Chris Carson can't go, because he's hurt. Tyler Lockett's been battling an injury. He's been awful the last couple weeks, and now he gets Geno Smith. Tyler Lockett is a sit this week. And then you're going to have James Washington is going to move up in the uh, to the number three receiver for Steelers. 
he's probably someone that you're still willing to play, um, but he's definitely not uh, Juju Smith-Schuster or Chase Claypool. Um, if Najee Harris doesn't play, it appears to be Benny Snell, but Kalen Balage could end up being the RB1, and I'm just not interested. Um, Bills and Titans to finish the week, 52.5 points. Bills are absolutely on fire right now, and they should blow the Titans out of the water. The Titans will do everything they can to run the ball and try to keep Josh Allen on the sideline. So you should see a lot of Derrick Henry, a lot of Dink and Dunks. Um, but Bills' defense has been so much better this year. They are looking like probably the favorite in the AFC, if not the Chargers. I expect the Bills to, to win big in this one, and uh, I, I don't know if uh, if Derrick Henry is going to have that big, that big of a game. All right, so to, to talk about my my stacks and my streams, let's let's go back to some of those games, okay? Buffalo Bills, I just told you they're going to blow them out. Buffalo Bills are my number one stack this week. You got Josh Allen, you got Stephon Diggs, you get a whole lot of fantasy points. I'm paying up, and I'm I'm fine with it. Tampa Bay, give me either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin with Tom Brady. I'm all over that one. Um, Rams. You can pick your poison with the receivers, whether it's going to be Robert Woods or Cooper Cup. I think both are going to be fine. Um, Matthew Stafford is going to just ball out. And like I said, you can go with a bigger stack and add Higby. They're going to put it on my Giants. And I'm sad to say that, but it's going to happen. And uh, the Packers. Um, Denver, or Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they, they are going to put it on Chicago. Um, they're starting to come back into form. They didn't play a lot in the preseason. There's a lot of drama with Rodgers and stuff like that. The offensive line has been the biggest issue. Um, and Rodgers is someone, when he gets Bakhtiari back in a lineup, will be a lot better. But Aaron Rodgers is someone that you can go target in trades right now and hope for him to get back. Kansas City, they're pissed. And they have no Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They're going to pass the ball all over the field. They're going to put up 100 points this week. Kansas City, go after all their pieces. I'm playing Mahomes, Hill, and um, playing Kelsey, and I'll make up the points elsewhere. I'm paying up all three of those guys. It's kind of a monster week. Dallas, same thing. QB, tight end, wide receiver, and I'm playing. You know, I'm playing CD Lamb over Amari Cooper. It's one point less, but I'm still going after it. If you can find some way to get two of these stacks in your lineups, please do it. If you could possibly get the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers together, it's going to be a lot. My value stack is going to be in Cincinnati. So if you want to get one of these higher price stacks like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, then you can get a value stack with going with the Cincinnati Bengals tight end three or QB one wide receiver three. Okay, so you're paying 20 points for Patrick Mahomes, paying 15 points for Joe Burrow. You're going to pay 20 points for Tyreek Hill. You're going to pay about eight points, nine points for Tyler Boyd. That's that's a game winning lineup. Chiefs, Bengals, do it. All right. So then you are going to uh, go with your streams. So my stream of the week is going to be for we'll go with uh, quarterbacks first. Um, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think you can stream them comfortably this week. Um, not someone you always have in your lineup, but I think you can. Um, keep an eye on Miami as a possible stream if Tua can suit up. 
Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger's not been great, but you can start, you know, you can play him for sure. Um, and then you have the Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr, um, and then Jared Goff and Tate Bridgewater are my other quarterbacks. Tight ends, Indianapolis, the New York Giants blue, Denver Broncos, New England quarterback, New, New England tight end two, and Seattle one. Jared Everett should be back. Geno Smith is going to check it down a lot more. I think Gerald Everett could be a sneaky play this week. And the Indianapolis Colts could be Houston Texans. They're leaking points. They're letting up points everywhere. And the tight end position is one of the biggest beneficiaries. I'm all over that one. And then the, the defenses. Go after your defenses. I think we talked about it last week. People are really going with the kicker plus defense strategy. Um, so you can go with, with Dallas, kicker and defense, Pittsburgh, kicker and defense, Green Bay, kicker and defense, Miami, kicker and defense. They're getting some good matchups against some poor offensive lines and some poor quarterback play. Indianapolis, I'm really fading their kicker, but if you have to pay up for the defense, might not hurt you to just go get the kicker plus defense. They also might sit Rodrigo if he can't go this week. Um, and then just a reminder, there is four teams on bye weeks. So bye weeks, every single team gets a bye week, and they start them week six, and they go all the way to week 14. So Atlanta, New Orleans, New York Green, and San Francisco players will not play this week. You cannot play those cards. So do not play anybody from San Francisco, New York Green, New Orleans, and Atlanta. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to Dynasty Dorks Fantasy Football. Good luck this week.